0: Hey there, and welcome to the Caitlin James Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about building purposeful and profitable businesses and also creating a legacy in our day-to-day life. I am going to give you a quick life update. And so instead of just diving right back into the podcast like nothing ever happened, um, I'm going to explain what has happened to the podcast. Uh, You may remember back in the day, I think it was before our third, technically our fourth child was born. And I launched the Legacy Podcast and I was thrilled about it, super pumped, had all these big dreams. And, and then it was like pandemic time, maybe had a baby, life just happened. And it's fascinating to me that I am circling back around the wagon and I'm coming back to a podcast while I'm 20 weeks pregnant with a fourth, technically fifth pregnancy in five years. Why am I trying to do this now? when I couldn't keep up with it back then? Well, it's because I have found a sustainable rhythm to be able to create content. It is an investment, right? Because we're paying Tyler to help us produce YouTube channel and now podcast. Um, But what I have found is that when I have a system and an investment, it produces an accountability in me that I actually show up to and commit to, despite how crazy our life is with multiple kids. So, um, and, and growing a new one. <laughs> so I am excited about this because my life, yes, it is crazy. We just launched a school four and a half weeks ago. Um, we are in the midst of growing, halfway through growing a new member of our family. And we just finished up our wedding season with a wedding in Montana last weekend. And now we're launching the podcast back again. But... The reality is I'm taking away half of the work of YouTube that I've been doing for two and a half years now. So I used to do four YouTube episodes every single month. We're now going down to two, but we're releasing two podcasts. And so I'm thrilled because if you watched our YouTube video about this, basically what we realized is that the YouTube content was first created, one, because I wanted a way to create content for our audience and nurture them and help them grow. Um... And I hadn't been doing that since I had had Evie. I used to blog. I used to teach. I used to share tips and things I was learning. And I just didn't have the capacity to do that on the blog the way I used to. I also realized... I'm not horrible on camera, right? I'm not I'm not a horrible person to listen to. So maybe we should pursue sharing content in a way that it just flows out of me um, instead of me having to sit down and type out all of my words. I love writing. I don't love writing everything. So we have found our rhythm on YouTube and we've loved creating just a, an amazing space, a library full of free information. But because YouTube was supposed to replace what the blog used to be. There's a lot about YouTube, um, that the blog, we haven't fully transferred that content over. And one of those things was personal content. Now I know there are some of you that love the Evie and Micah videos that we shared at the beginning of the channel. I do too. They were babies back then, but now they are no longer babies. They are five and a half year olds and, um, and they don't think it's funny or cute anymore to come in here and sit and make videos and say very cute babyish things. Um, they're big kids now. Big kids in our perspective because they're the oldest. Um, maybe YouTube will have another guest appearance from Harper and Graham. I know some of you would really love to have a Harper debut. Some of you only follow me on Instagram because of my niece Harper. And I am not offended by that. I fully, I fully understand. I get to live everyday life with her and I realize how blessed I am. Um, she is incredibly entertaining. She doesn't even know how funny she is. So what am I doing today? I'm giving you a life update. I'm going to I'm going to explain what's going on in our life. I'm going to f- get you up to speed. Uh, if you follow us on on Instagram, maybe you see things, maybe you don't cuz the algorithm just picks and chooses which 2500 to 5000 people see my stuff out of 116,000. So, this is what is happening in our world. I am 20 weeks pregnant with my fifth baby in technically 5 years, um maybe a little longer than that. Uh, we have had a lot of questions about this. And I thought about doing a question box on Instagram, but quite honestly, I don't want to stay up at night answering questions on a question box on Instagram. I'd rather just answer all these questions right here and right now. So very personal question that a lot of people, surprising amount of people have asked me, was this pregnancy planned? No, it wasn't. But another question I have, did you think you would have another baby? Um, this is the the honest truth. I said we weren't because it sounded crazy to be pregnant again. I've been pregnant five times. I thought I don't know what I thought. I think growing up, I was like, oh, I'll be lucky if I can just get two kids out of me, uh, and and look at me now. Just never envisioned this for my life. I am so grateful. We love our children. We love being parents. Absolutely love it. When Rhett was born. And I remember thinking, uh, we've lost our minds. Rhett was born. It was an unmedicated, natural delivery. Um, I remember screaming, actually, I don't just remember. I have it on video of me screaming, I am never doing this again, never. And uh, and, and here I am. (laughs) We got up to the recovery room with Rhett. And I remember telling Michael, you're going to think I'm crazy because I just gave birth like three hours ago but I don't know if we're done. What? I mean, wild. Um, And what's crazier is that Michael agreed with me. Michael hates watching me. He doesn't hate watching me give birth, but it's painful for him to see me be in so much pain and he's powerless to do anything. Um, But he agreed with me and I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, our thought was we're probably going to have another child, but we've I have always felt drawn towards adoption. Like um, our friends adopted a precious girl from China when she came home. I remember standing next to them in church and just sobbing, just like seeing her on her mama's hip, her new mama's hip, and just sobbing at like the beauty of adoption. We're believers. Scripture literally talks about like we're called to take care of the orphans um, and the widows and I don't know. I've just had a place in my heart that has always felt so sensitive towards that. And I don't know what that means. Like, will we, will we adopt one day? Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to even think about that. Um, I don't know what that answer would be, uh, right now I'd say probably not because I don't know how I'm going to handle four kids, uh, much less, you know, fulfill the needs of a child that would come into our home that is going to come from a broken and hurt background. I don't know, but never say never. Right. Cause I am on camera. Multiple times, saying that I would never have another baby, and I am uh, on track to have another baby in mid February. Um, another question: Is your sister pregnant? She's not, and who knows? I have no idea. We have always done this together, um, but that it's a big. It it seems like such. I don't know how to explain it, but going from three to four, I feel like takes you from like an average family to like a whoa family. (laughs) And and if you're listening to this and you're like, I have eight kids, Caitlin, then again, I'm not talking to you. Um, but I feel like four kids is a lot. I love families at weddings with four kids. I love it. The wedding we shot this past weekend was oldest sister was the bride and she had three younger brothers, which is going to be our dynamic. This is a boy. Um, again, never imagined myself being a boy mom, but this is our fourth boy. Uh, so uh, evidently the Lord had planned for me to be one. And um, it was so fun. I just love, I love families of six. I think, I think it's a fun size, uh, but it does seem a little overwhelming to keep track of. Um, so is your sister pregnant? No, she is not. Um, are you having another boy? Yes, I am. Uh, was I excited about that? I am now. Does that answer that question? Uh, I I shed some tears when we got it. We did like a um, the sneak peek test where you can like mail in a blood sample, and we had friends over. Mike, we got the email that the results were in. Michael's like, let's just look, and I I got so mad at him because I'm like. No, I want this to be private. Like, if it's not a girl, I'm gonna need a minute. Well, it wasn't a girl, and I needed a minute, but we were hosting people, and I didn't have a minute, so I had to run in the bathroom, like, shed some tears, and then I came back out of the pool, and I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I don't. It's not that I'm not excited about a boy. I am. We have a name picked out, kind of, sort of. We every Evie's excited. We're all so excited, and we're gonna be a crazy house of boys, and I can't wait. I did think in my mind, I have such a close relationship with my sister. I just long for Evie to experience that. But the truth is, and the beauty of all this is, um, I never grew up with cousins. So not one. I have no real cousins. So I, not only did I not grow up with cousins, I, even if I had a cousin, they wouldn't have lived close to me. My child is growing up. My daughter is growing up with two girl cousins that are building a house in the woods next to our house. And we do everyday life together. She is going to have that sister connection that I long for her to have. And I've really come to see the gift of that. Um, her reaction was very sweet. Um, I'm really thankful that we were so strategic about this. We found out it was a boy before we ever told her that I was pregnant. And so I think I was like 15 weeks along, maybe actually, maybe more like 12, and um, and we had heard the heartbeat. We knew that everything looked as healthy as we we you know you can see a baby at eight nine weeks on ultrasound. And so we found out it was a boy. And we went up to Evie's room that night and I sat on the bed with her. And I told her like God's put another baby in Mama's belly. Can you believe it? And it's another baby boy. I think I actually said it more fluidly like There's a baby boy in Mama's belly. And and that she was so shocked that there was going to be another baby that she didn't lose her mind that it was a boy. That came later. The, the tears about that came later, but she prayed that night. I wish we had recorded it. She prayed that night. Um, she said, dear God, just thank you for this new baby brother. Even though I really wanted a sister, um, I'm going to love him. And God, I'm I'm going to take care of him just like I do my other brothers. And I'm going to tell him about you. And I'm. it was precious. And it was very sweet. I really worried about that because I knew she'd be disappointed. Um, but again, like it disappointed in what, like it's, she's amazing sister to brothers. She's like the epitome of like the older sister you want if you are a boy. She is athletic and active and crazy and fun and has ideas and she's a leader and she loves games. She's also really prissy sometimes. She's just a perfect girl. So, um, so how am I doing how that's another question. How is life with three kids ages five, three, and one and pregnant uh, running a business and launching a school, it is insane, quite honestly, and something that has made it feel more insane is the fact that my mom, who, you know, most of, you know, has been full-time childcare for us. She has had um, foot surgery that has really taken her out of being able to be a resource for 10 weeks. Um, but healing's going well. We have f- been really flexible with childcare. care. Um, we brought in friends that we know and trust and, and love our children. Uh, and it's actually been this beautiful example of like God providing in a season where we could have been panicked and stressed and anxious and feel like victims to like, oh my gosh, how are we supposed to run this business and we don't have enough help. We have been provided with the help we need. And of, of course, childcare is expensive. It's costing us. Um, but we've always paid high price point for for. Um childcare. And so we've learned a lot of things. We've learned about the gift of help. We've learned about the gift of flexibility. And we've learned about the gift of forcing our children to be okay and, and comfortable with other adults. And that is a gift to them. Like, I was talking to a friend recently who doesn't want to leave their child ever. And that is so hard. Like it is, it is a disservice in some ways for your child to not get used to trusting and being with other adults socially. It's a gift to them. And so I'm trying to recognize that even though this is not the story that I wanted for this season, starting a school, finishing wedding season, being pregnant, (laughs) all the things, um, I'm trying to see that like this has been so good for the babies in our family. Hey, Hey and Rhett. Um, it's been so good for them to learn how to be with other adults, not just their Mimi. And so, um, so all full circle. It's been a crazy wild season. I feel great though. Um, it wasn't until like this week that I've actually physically felt big and pregnant. Um I've it's been the easiest pregnancy so far, honestly. Maybe that's because life is so crazy. I don't have time to just to really sit around and think about how pregnant I feel. Um, But up until I was really tired the very first few weeks, like had to lay down every day for a few minutes and just like regain some energy. Um, But other than that, like I really have felt normal. I'm so grateful. I think I've like kind of maybe gotten sick like half a time. (laughs) It wasn't even really getting sick. It was just gagging and never actually threw. up. You don't need to know that. Anyway, another part of our life to update you on before I go. Acton. People have been asking, "How is Acton?" And back in my glory days, I would have done this whole blog post about the launch of the school and things we love, things that we're learning, all this stuff. I can't do that, right? Because I'm too busy trying to actually keep running the school and keeping my children alive. So Acton, Michael is gone during the days for the first time in a decade. It, It blows my mind. It's so weird. He leaves the house with Evie and they go to school and they come back together. Michael's the head of school for the school that we started meaning he's kind of like an assistant guide he he's a connection point to the parents some people call him oh he's the principal it's like well you could say that if acton's had a principal but that that's not really his role um and he's thriving in it like he is this is truthfully taking all the things that Michael is just naturally gifted in Um, And putting it into a position, putting it into a role and um, great connection with parents. Kids just naturally connect with him. It's like summer camp Michael meets the best parts of youth ministry Michael meets the best parts of dad Michael meets the best part of like what he's great at on wedding days, making people feel comfortable and welcomed. And just, he just brings a lot of joy in life to whatever situation he is in. And um, I'm just so, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for him. I'm thrilled for us. The kids are thriving. We love the parents. We have incredible founding families. Like we prayed for good families knowing like we might not get an answer to our prayer, but we totally did. We have amazing people that have their kids trusting us with this model, with their kids, with our kids. So we love the vision. We love the process. We're learning how to do this step by step. And we've never owned or launched an acting studio ever before. So we're having to ask for a lot of help. And this is such a journey for us. Um, we bought a property, uh, commercial property that was a living nightmare. It was like a, a living hell for eight months, <laughs> and uh, we actually did not get to start on time. Uh, we didn't have the first week of school at the property, which we didn't talk about publicly, um, but now we can because we've been in the pro- uh, in the property for a month now. So it has happened. We are there finally. Uh, so what we did, we actually pulled a. <laughs> quick little marketing tactic, good PR stunt. (laughs) And we called our first week of school Hero Camp. So it wasn't really the first week of school. It was camp and camp is different than the first week of school. So it makes sense that Hero Camp would uh, be at a different location. So Hero Camp took place at Hero Camp, another property. We bought a property in June that was going to be a rental property for us um, just personally. And we used it for one week of this homeschool co-op, a little bit I mean, you could say it's not actually illegal, um, but neighbors were on board. It was fine. Second week of school, I spent that whole first week of school fighting with Goochland County. Please give us a TCO, temporary uh, um, certificate of occupancy. Finally got it. Friday evening, within 10 minutes of the close of the county offices, we got it for Monday. And we got to start the second week of school in in the campus, like on, on property. So thrilled. We've learned so much from this. I mean, I can't. I just can't explain how much we've learned from starting a school. Um, but it has been, honestly, one of the most rewarding things we have ever done. Uh, it's for our children. It's for the, uh, children in our community. It's for like-minded parents. It's. It's got a much bigger purpose than the work that's right in front of us. So I'm excited. I, I would love in the future, I'd love to interview some of these families. Some of these parents have amazing entrepreneurial stories and careers and businesses that they run. I'd love to bring some of them on to the podcast so you can meet them and hear about their life. Um, it's very inspiring. I've been doing mastermind calls and sharing with others like high level business thinkers. Uh, that has been so life-giving to me. It's something that I did. Yes, it's great income, but most mostly it was not a business income decision. It was a I know I need to do something that super like inspires me and fills me up. And that is it. I love it. Um, I'm basically getting to share like how we've built the side of our business that we never talk about, right? I'm a wedding photographer and I talk about wedding photography prices. And I talk about templates and client experience and posing and lighting and editing all the things. But the truth is, I have a whole nother side of me that I don't ever talk about publicly. And that is how have we taken a photography education business and, and built An empire. I mean, we have employed our entire family, which is another life update. We have hired my dad. It only took him 14 years to get on the payroll, but my dad is an official employee, uh, technically of KJP, but really of Acton. He is um, doing maintenance for our uh, uh, kind of rental income properties, but also um, with the Acton commercial property. And so that's super exciting. We are desiring a slower fall slower holiday season, gearing up for these babies, there's only one, there's only one baby, gearing up for this baby, and and focusing on updating and redoing content that we have already created. We spent a lot of time at the beginning of this year creating two new mini courses, uh, and we're excited to focus on uh, updating and revamping things that already exist. So that is the focus. Um, and the vision of the podcast, honestly, in general, is that through all these life transitions, through all these projects, there's just so much more of me than just reviewing R6 lenses, uh, or R6, uh, the camera body on YouTube, or or RF lenses. Like, There's just so much more that I want to offer. And so I'm thrilled that you are here. This was a life update. This was to give you a picture of what is to come. Um, the next episode or two is going to be finishing the startup series where I tell the story of how I started my business, which will apply to any, any person starting a business, not just wedding photographers. Uh, and then we're going to dive into business conversations, life conversations, marriage, parenting, what, you know, as I grow and learn in my own life, I want a place where I can share and grow alongside you as well. So thank you for tuning in. I'm so thankful that you're here. Yay for more podcast episodes. Some of you have said you've listened to past episodes three or four times because I just didn't create any new ones. And I apologize. I apologize to you. That stops now. You will get more podcast episodes. Why? Because Tyler's going to hold me accountable. I have to show up and do them. And I want to do, I desire to do them. So... I will see you next time. You won't actually see me. You'll hear me next time. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode and I will see you next week on YouTube.